Coming up on today's episode of the Hey Girlfriend Podcast. I feel like it's a bit easier to detach simply for the fact that you're now moving out of the you're now moving away from questioning yourself. Because I feel like when we question ourselves and question our own worth, question our own value, and like just really question ourselves, it makes us hold on to things that are not really for us. And I believe it's because of the ego. It makes us hold on to things because we like we need that proof from it. Like since you are challenging my worth, I need some type of proof from you or it, whatever it is, I need this proof that if I get you, then that makes me feel better about myself. That makes me feel more worthy. And so you're, you have an easier time with detaching when you, re, you know, realize your your own power and realize your own worth. It's so much easier to detach from things then. When you're going through something, sometimes it helps to know that there is someone out there that understands you and what you're actually going through. It makes the healing journey a little easier. The creator of the I've Been That Girl social media community that currently has a growing number of followers and dearly known as girlfriends brings to you the Hey Girlfriend podcast. Tune in every Thursday to hear conversations that are honest, vulnerable, empathetic, and relatable Hosted by author and mindset and intuitive coach, Kendall D. These conversations are sure to empower you with more clarity and understanding about your own healing journey. Every episode will include Kendall sharing intimate parts of her personal healing journey, from surviving toxic relationships to healing trauma to unlearning old conditioning and thinking patterns. Consider yourself now having a friend by your side that just gets you. Hey girlfriends, it's your girl, Mindset and Intuitive Coach, Kendall D. Back with the Hey Girlfriend podcast. And today, we got a really good one. I always say that, but you know, today, I really, really like this one because it's just such a freeing type of feeling to have to be detached that's what we're talking about today the power of detachment because I didn't learn this until later in life and I'll be honest sometimes I still struggle with it but I find that what heals the struggle is detachment like what heals me from feeling um not feeling so rooted, not feeling so grounded, what heals me from feeling so just disgruntled and all over the place and irritable with how things is go- are going. It's just relaxing and detaching. It's like, you know what? It's okay. Or if it's not okay, it's going to be okay. And just self-soothing myself with that. And I didn't realize that that's what I was doing all this time is, de- is detaching. So... I'm very heavy on the self-soothing. 
And I've realized that. Like, I'm not here to say that I never have a moment to where I'm going through it. I'm in my feelings. I'm upset, irritable, crying. I I would never ever say that I don't have those moments. I definitely do. I'm human. But there's so much power in just detachment, relaxing into letting what's going to be, be. And... I'm here to teach you that. I'm here to share my wisdom on that and my journey with it to bring you to like a mindset shift and also bring you to understanding what detachment is, understanding when and how to do it. And just it's not going to be just about detaching from a man or a relationship, although that's going to be kind of included. It's also detaching from just. Things you can't control in life, period. It's going to be about all of that. That's why I feel like this is such a deep, rich, powerful episode. Because it's just with your whole self and being. Not just one part of your life, which is like a love, love or a romantic relationship. It's going to be overall. So let's get deep into it, okay, y'all? Alright, so I first want to start off with saying that In all of this, I want you to know that it is okay to attach. That's something I think a lot of us don't want to do anymore. After we've had our heart broken, after we didn't get what we want, after things didn't go our way. I think we get into that mode of like, I'm just never ever going to attach ever again. No, don't do that to yourself. Because underlying that. Is you turning into the people that actually hurt you. You turning into the people that, you know, are out there bitter, disgruntled with life. That you run into and, and don't like or have fallouts with or disagreements with, arguments with all the time. It's you turning into people like that that you probably, you know, don't really care for. And you're turning into one of them because a lot of times, you know, that anger, that bitterness... Which are all valid. I'm not here to judge anyone that's angry or bitter. It's all valid. But I'm saying it's like. You'll turn into definitely the people that hurt you. Putting that guard up and wall up. Not letting you know peace flow in. Or not letting love flow in. So I know you may be scared to. You know to attach to anything else in life. But what if I told you that. First of all it's okay to attach. Especially when you're, well, when you're securely attaching, of course, it's okay to attach. But I feel like the way that you securely attach is understanding the power of detachment. Understanding that you can detach. Like you can attach and you can detach as well. And so I don't want you to ever stop being vulnerable or loving or wanting to be close Or even wanting love. Or even wanting whatever it is you want out of life. I don't want you to ever stop that. I just want you to detach maybe from how it's going to happen. Or when it's going to happen. And when you attach to someone. It's understanding that. Okay I can't force this. So I have to detach. So I want you to always detach girlfriend. Always. Always be willing to be open. To new. To something that's new. Or to new people. Or to new experiences. Be open to that. Don't close yourself off from that. And by the time you f- you're finished listening to this, 
I feel you will have a new mindset on attaching because you understand that, okay, I can easily emotionally detach. So it's not so scary when you have that power to do so and when you know you have that ability to do so. And so what I want to go into in next is I want to tell you a little bit about my own journey with detachment and how it's made such a profound effect on my life. So basically how I've looked at it and how I've realized is that y'all, if I had not practiced detachment, you would not be hearing my voice right now on this podcast. You would not, there would be no Hey Girlfriend podcast. There would be no I've Been That Girl. There would be no books out. There would be no Instagram page with all 125,000 of you girlfriends. There would be none of this. There, there wouldn't be any of this. I wouldn't even be married right now. If I had not practiced detachment, I just want you to understand how such, how it's made such a profound effect on my life and how it's just like letting go of what you thought you wanted and welcoming what's really the best for you. Because sometimes we don't know what's best for us. We just want what we want. And sometimes it could be an ego thing that's making us want what we want. And so when you kind of just let go and realize that maybe what your ego wants is not what's best for you. And it's not what's going to actually bring you the happiness, the joy, and everything you're looking for. And so my own personal story, <clears throat> excuse me, with those things I mentioned, like, I graduated from college in 2014. Graduated with a um, bachelor's in human services, which is like a form of counseling and social work so I got my bachelor's in that and so I was all excited like you know I graduated college now it's time for me to get a good job and back then in 2014 I wanted to work for the government I wanted like a job in social work I wanted um any type of field I applied for a lot of different jobs that was you know they asked for my degree type and applied to all of them Quite a few. Got an email with every single one of them saying no. Like, no. And, of course, I was so heartbroken because I'm like, I graduated. You know, I did the right thing. I worked hard. It took me 10 years to finish because I stopped for some years because I was just undecided. Just confused about what to do, where to go. I was just so lost. And then I was decided to pick it back up. Like, you know what? I'm going to finish. Let's pick it back up. And I was inspired to go pick it back up and then finish finally. And, you know, I took all that time to do that just for all the jobs I was hoping and wishing on to tell me no. So I was lost. I was really down and out because I wanted to get out of my mom's house. I was sleeping on the twin bed at my mom's house and I was really down and out about it. So I said, well, I guess I just have to look for a regular job. I done tried. Like... I, I feel like sometimes it's okay to quit. You know, you have to know when to quit and, I guess, detach. And it's when you've given it your all and you just decide, like, you know what, it's time to pivot. So what I like to call it is I'm not really quitting, I'm pivoting. So in that time, I decided to pivot because I'm like, I just need some money. I need a good job. And I've been waiting and applying to all these jobs. It's not like I did one and gave up. 
I applied and applied and applied. Even when I applied for just a job that's not <laughs> with my degree field, I was st- and I worked started working at a call center. I was still applying for jobs with my degree, and I'm just like, come on, somebody! And it didn't. It never happened. Never. So I took the job in the call center, making decent money. I'm like, okay, this is good money. And it ended up getting me at my mom's house, got my own place, you know, and I was, and I was good. I was like, okay, this is cool. So, and then I was going through a really bad relationship during that time as well. And as I was coming out of it, I decided that, you know what, I need to help other women like this. Like, cause I healed from it, like rather quickly, I will say quicker than I thought I would. It took me like a month or two. And I, get, I think it's because of my second bad relationship. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to help other women get over this. Because I know how this feeling is. And I know it's hard. I want to do that. So I didn't know how I was going to do it. But I'm like, that's what I'm going to do one day. I'm going to write a book about this one day. This is before I've been a girl. But I knew I said, I want to do that. I got to help other people get through this. I got to help other women get through this. That's something that just came to me after that bad relationship. And I'm like... So, still working a call center job, ended up, um, ended up leaving that relationship really for good, for good, like for good, not like going back. I was done for good, dating again. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know what's going on today. Excuse me if I clear my throat again. Um, but I was dating again, happy with my life, just dating, happy with my own place. You know, I was actually okay, okay without that guy. Finally, I moved on from him done and done with that dating and just like okay so this kind of actually goes into how I met my husband as well so it was a few guys I dated before my husband that were actually decent but they were like really really liking me you're consistent with texting consistent with everything and then all of a sudden just like yeah no just suddenly like no and didn't say anything just kind of was like left me hang and one did tell me he rejected me he was like I don't, I don't want to you know I don't think we should talk anymore after a month and another guy was just I had to kind of tell him myself that you know hey I met someone else when I met my husband but I remember thinking like you know I really like these guys and this and that and I, and I was, was like confused on why it didn't work because when it was so good at first I thought it was going to be it did not be it and I just had to let it go and I'm so glad I did. And so to wrap both of these stories up, they kind of went in together. I didn't realize they were going to do that. I had to let go of the job I really thought I wanted. And I ended up with something that's really, really just feels in alignment with me. It feels organic for me. It feels so good for me to do this. I love doing what I do. And it's going to be my main job one day where I don't have to work a 9 to 5 and do this as well. Because I'm that passionate about it. And I really love it. Like, I love it. It's like, I don't know how else to say it. And I realized I would not have loved them social work jobs. I would not have loved it. Like, I thought I wanted it because my ego wanted it. My ego told me that that means that's successful. You got that job after that college degree. That's success for you. You need to get that. That was like going to. make me feel more successful and give me the money that I was looking for I thought and now look at me 
I could care less about a damn social work job. I could never. The other thing I can think about doing is being a therapist, like going to get my master's and becoming an actual licensed therapist, which I've been playing around with lately. We'll see. I may have to detach from, you know, this being my way to be rich and I really need to do something else with it. Who knows? I'm just along for the journey. That's all a part of detachment. And so detaching from those guys and detaching from the ex that I thought I wanted so bad, I was so, so head over heels for that ex. That's Sebastian I'm talking about. I was so head over heels for him. Like, so... (laughs) Y'all, I thought he was the last man on earth. Thought I was never going to love again. Thought he was just the perfect match for me. Like, why didn't it not work out? Why couldn't he not change? Just, I was just so heartbroken. I can't wait for you all to read this in the book that I'm working on. This is Sebastian's book. You may have read Toxic X Chronicles John and maybe even watching it on my YouTube channel, um, um, Toxic, which talks about that journey as well. Like, it's like the book... But it's me talking about it. Not talking about it. It's me telling the story. There we go. So you may be watching it there. But that's Sebastian X, y'all. Yeah. I, I had a hard time detaching from him. But when I did, when I finally just let go, and when I also just let go of who my husband was going to be, when I was going to meet him, you know, who, who, what, when, how, and where. And I just let go and relinquish, relinquished control. That's what detachment is all about. Re, relinquishing your control of how, where, when, and things are going to happen. Who is going to be. Just relax into what is trying to get to you. Because you're going to like it a lot better. I promise you. That's when I met my husband. And I've been the happiest I have been. And it's like I least expected it. To happen. I just decided. I remember I went on a date just like. I don't give a damn anymore. <laughs> and I was thinking like. What if I don't like him? I almost didn't go on a date. Then I was like. If I don't like him. I don't got to see him again. Just go. And decide then. I'm just was like really at a place of like. I don't give a damn. And I really feel like it's that letting go. And that. That, um, that space of I don't give a damn. That really, really brings in the power of detachment, y'all. And so, excuse me. I want you to know that when it comes to understanding the power of detachment, you have to self-soothe yourself in ways of like saying like, everything happens for a reason. I know this cliche, but it works. Or letting yourself know that I deserve to let go and embrace what's next for me. I deserve to have reciprocal connections and relationships. I deserve who and what wants me. And, you know, you can't have any of that while holding on to what is trying to leave from you. Or holding on to what is no longer for you. Like you can't get anything that is really for you. That's organically just going to fit with you. And just and just be everything you wanted. If you're holding on to other things that you know, you're trying to make be that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can't hold on to anyone or anything. And try to give them the role of that 
in your life. Like, you're going to be this thing in my life that I really want. Like, this is going to work. You're supposed to be here. You can't force that. And when you force it, it's just when it ends up being the worst for you in every single way. Because it's not meant. And something that I've realized is that you miss out when you hold on. Like, you may think you're missing out by letting go because it's something you really want. But you're missing out on what's really for you. You're missing out on all the goodness that's really for you. Because you're holding on so bad to something that you think is right for you. Or something that you think you can't be without. Or something that you think is just what's for you. But it's okay if it's not. And it's like, you have to look at it in a way of like, if whatever it is that you were holding on so so tightly to, if it was really worth you having and really worth you keeping and really, really for you, whatever it was would just flow effortlessly and it wouldn't end. It wouldn't come to a close to where, okay, now I have to let go. It wouldn't come to that. Some things in life I realize are for you for a season in your life. Some things are for you are are just for you for that time and place right then and there. It doesn't mean that it's forever. And it's really because we're always growing. And so if we're always growing and we're always changing, we're always evolving, that means that what we need is going to change and evolve too. What's for us is going to change and evolve too. And we have to flow with it in order to be in alignment with what's for us. And so it's like you're realizing that, okay, I deserve what's for me. I deserve to move on. I deserve to just keep moving into my destiny. I deserve to just be in alignment. I deserve to just feel good in my connections. I deserve to feel good in whatever is for me and just to feel freedom. Because you're not feeling that freedom when you're clinging to something that you really want that doesn't want to stay. It hurts, actually, to hold on. You know, you may think the hurt is coming from letting go. But I feel like that hurt when you let go only lasts for a short while. It's when you continuously hold on to something that's just not working for you. Something that's just just causing you more anguish. Something that's just hurting you. And you're thinking that what is really hurting you is because you know you're going to have to let go. and You don't want to. But I promise you, girlfriend, that is not. It may feel like that's what's hurting you. But once you let go... And you walk into that new peace, you're going to realize you did it for the right reasons. You're going to be like, wait a minute. It wasn't so bad. It's like you just dropped in. And you're like, oh, wait. A weight's been lifted off my shoulder. Like, all this time. And that's how I know for a fact that it, the pain is not in, in the letting go. It's in the holding on. Is holding on to what we think is supposed to go because we refuse to relinquish the control over it. We think that this is it. And sometimes it's just not. And so I want you to start looking at the things that I guess run from you because you're chasing after it. Look at those things that tend to not really flow with you. 
look at the people that don't tend to choose you, the people that tend to kind of play around with your worth or just kind of play around with you, the things that just don't feel natural, the things that seem so hard to get and you're trying and trying and it's not working. I want you to look at those things, especially the people that treat you like that. And instead of wondering about your own worth and why they don't want you and why they're not choosing you, I want you to wonder about them. Wonder about that thing. Wonder about it. And ask yourself, okay, can they, is this even really right for me? Like, I know I may want it, but it doesn't feel like it's flowing together right. It's, and, and wonder about them, like, are they even really right for me? Can they even really give me what I want, you know? And it's like, you have to slow down with that chasing after because I think sometimes that happens and it's hard to let go of that because it's like, wait, come back. I need to understand why you don't see my worth. Why you tend, why you want to treat me that way? Is it something about me that you see that I don't see that I don't know about that I need to work on and change? It's like, okay, so why can't you be here, you know, wanting me like I want you why can't you love me like I love you you know what is it about me that makes you unable to do that you're thinking it's something with you and you're wondering you know it's hitting your words it's hitting you hard because you're like okay so is it me but don't question that don't question your worth like that and so when you think like that it's hard to detach and let go of it because it's like I need the answers to why this person, you know, is choosing to do me this way. But in the power of the detachment comes the power and understanding that not everyone and everything will be for you. And that is okay. That says nothing about your worth. Nothing about it. And if anything, it's just saying that there's better. Like This ain't it. This ain't the path for you. There's something else much better. Like, no, this is not what you think it is. You you know, be happy you're not getting what you thought you wanted. Like, I thought I wanted that job, <laughs> you know, working in social work and counseling. You know, I thought I wanted it. Well, it wouldn't have been counseling because I didn't have my license yet. But, I mean, in social work, that was, that was me building up to it. Like, I thought I wanted that path. I thought I wanted that job. I thought I wanted my ex. Like, I thought those things were so for me. And I was trying to force it. Like, I was literally trying to force it. And it's like, I got much better. Like, it just wasn't it. You know? And I feel like that was the universe's way of, like, moving me around and saying, you know, like, that's not it. I got something better. And so here I am and there you are and I want you to realize that that guy that you're holding on so tight to or whatever it is in life that you want that you're holding on tight to and trying to really force it to go you know detach a little and and just move around it and just move into what is for you and realize that okay it's just better for you it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you it just means that there's better for you and so, I want to give, like, an analogy here to help you also with understanding it. 
So, you know how Birkins are priced a lot. They're very expensive. Very expensive. But not everyone may want a Birkin. Not everyone may can afford a Birkin. Me, personally, I don't like the style of the bag. And so, that means I don't find value in it. But we know that that bag is very expensive and very valuable. And so, in that case, what I'm saying is like, the bag, quote-unquote, or the people or the makers of the bag don't question their worth. Like, maybe we're charging too much because Kendall doesn't want us. Maybe we're not, maybe we shouldn't, you know, be this expensive. No, they're not going to turn they, take their prices down or change their design for me. They're like, okay, move around. We ain't for you, basically. And they're still style the same way, still price the same way. They're not looking at me as I'm the problem. And that's the same thing with you and your value. It's like, okay, you know, I see that you don't understand my value. You can't give me the experience that I want. You're just here to give me a low quality experience. You know, detach. You know? And it's like, you just let that go and realize that it just wasn't meant. No matter how much you like them. It's not meant. Your value doesn't decrease. It's just like with the Birkin bag. It's like instead of you trying to, you know, question your value, question your worth because some person is acting like they don't want you, question them. So once you look at it like that, I feel like it's a bit easier to detach simply for the fact that you're now moving out of the you're now moving away from questioning yourself because I feel like when we question ourselves and question our own worth question our own value and like just really question ourselves it makes us hold on to things that are not really for us and I believe it's because of the ego it makes us hold on to things because we like we need that proof from it like since you are challenging my worth I need some type of proof from you or it, whatever it is. I need this proof that if I get you, then that makes me feel better about myself. That makes me feel more worthy. Because it's like, what if I would have kept trying to force a social work job to work for me? Like, what if I kept pushing for it? Because my ego told me that if I get this job... This job in my field with my, you know, that's put my degree to use. I'm found worthy then. What if I thought that was the only way to determine my worth is to get that damn job in social work? It just blows my mind. Like, I had to detach from that. And I feel like detachment is hard when we are in our ego. When we're in our ego and we're trying so hard to, like, control how things are going to go control everything because it's like we need that sense of control in order to make us feel good that's what keeps us hanging on longer and there's nothing but self-sabotaging us it's nothing but self-sabotage is what i found and so when you remove out of that ego and you like have an ego death well you need your ego for some things but i feel like if you move out of like the maybe the wounded ego that just needs that healing from whatever that thing is that they think is going to make them feel better about themselves or make you feel worthy. You got to let go. 
you lose the ego in that and you let go and you and you just flow with your soul basically and you just let what's meant happen that means you're no longer looking for some type of fulfillment or or ego fulfillment in these things and these people and whatever it is and so you're you have an easier time with detaching when you you know realize your your own power and realize your own worth it's so much easier to detach from things then and so essentially decentering is the same as decentering what you can't control is detachment and it's not just decentering you know men or whatnot or relationships or whatnot it's just relinquishing your need for control and trusting that what's for you that it will get to you and so you got to stop trying to control everything and every outcome and trust that what wants to just let go just isn't for you or you're good anymore and then you have to stop trying to find a reason for why it didn't go how you want it to go and just accept it it's something that it's just for not for you Except that the reason is that everything happens for a reason and that's not it. And so sometimes you may not even be able to see the reason yet. Like I didn't see the reason why I didn't get those social work jobs until like later on in my life. But it's like you had to go with the flow of it and trust that it's not happening that way for a reason. It doesn't mean that you're doing something wrong. It doesn't mean you don't have worth. Rejection doesn't mean you don't have worth. That guy not wanting you doesn't mean you ha- don't have worth. That job not hiring you doesn't mean you don't have worth. That opportunity not coming to you that you were hoping for doesn't mean you don't have worth. It's just not for you right now. And if it's not for you right now, there's something better or there's something else. You have to trust that whatever you have to let go of, that something else will come in its place. There will be another opportunity, maybe a better opportunity. There will be a better guy. There will be better. And so once you walk into that trust and knowing of that and have that faith in that, like, I don't know, whatever it is you believe in, if you just solely believe in the universe and spirit and you use those terms or you believe in God, I believe in God. And it's just knowing that he knows more than you do. You know, you got to stop trying to act like you miss know-it-all. And that you <laughs> know what's going to be right for you. And and it's also removing that ego. I'm telling you, when you remove that ego of thinking that this is what I need to have. This is it. This is the only thing that's it. I promise you. It's so powerful and so freeing when you realize that. If I just let go, it'll all be all right. If I just ease into what's trying to work out for me, it'll all be all right. Like when it comes to that relationship, girlfriend, that heartbreak, whether it was a bad relationship or not, or whether it just came to an end, I am telling you that there is a lot more life after it. There is a lot more good after it. There are more things coming after that. That was just for that time and place in your life. You have more life to live. And it's like once you realize that. That you know I can let go and it'll be okay. I know I'm not saying that you're supposed to let go and be all happy. But let go gracefully. 
and just keep self-soothing yourself and reminding yourself like I'm letting go because I deserve what's in alignment for me. I deserve to feel good in my connections. I deserve to feel in alignment. I deserve what's out there for me. Whatever is trying to get to me, I welcome it with open arms. I'm embracing it. I'm embracing what's next. And I'm letting go of what's no longer supposed to be here anymore. And it's releasing the idea that because you didn't get what you wanted, that means there's something wrong with you. That you did something wrong. That you're not good enough for it. You know, it's releasing all of those ideas that you may create about yourself. Because, you know, you feel you should not have to let go of something you really want. And sometimes, like I said, we're holding on so tightly. Because we feel like not getting it. It's going to mean all these bad things about us. It's going to mean we're not good enough. We weren't valuable. We weren't good enough. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means it's not meant for you. It's not time for that. There's something else better. So what I want you to start to do, what can help you with detachment even more, is getting excited about what's to come. Like after a heartbreak, after a job let you go, after something didn't go right, and you know you gave your all, after whatever it is you wanted, whoever it is you wanted, whatever it is, once you kind of, you know, dry your tears, pick yourself back up again and be like, I'm excited about what's to come next because there is more life to go. I'm excited about what is trying to get to me. If me letting this go means that there's something better, then I'm excited about it. And it's like when you have that excitement and cheerfulness about it, it's like it, it's going to come to you easily because it's like, oh, you're ready. You're in a state to receive. You're in a state of happiness. You're not holding on to, you know, what what you have to let go of. Because I feel like still sitting in those feelings and ruminating on what you had to let go and ruminating on what you really wanted. I feel like that's still in a sense holding on. Even though that thing or that person may be long gone, I feel when you're still sitting in the feelings of it, which, by the way, is okay. But I feel like when you're still trying to process it, sitting in the feelings and you're trying to get through that, I feel like what's really for you is going to have a hard time getting to you because you're not ready. You're not going to even recognize it because you're still, you know, in a sense, holding on to what's no longer there. And so I want you to every day tell yourself, I'm excited about what's to come next. I'm excited about how my life is going to go now. Because I'm telling you, that's what I did after that toxic relationship with my ex that I wanted to work out so bad. It's like I started slowly realizing, like, he was not going to be the man I ever really needed. Like, yeah, he was attractive. And, yeah, he seemed to like me. And, yeah, he was a great friend at some times. And I loved our connection at some points in time. But he was never, ever going to be the man that I really needed. And I had to let that go. And I started telling myself, like, well, then, you know what? I'm excited about what is to come. I'm excited about me getting, you know, the man that I really want then. I'm excited about my life going a different way and changing. So I started having an attitude of like, okay, I'm excited about what life has next for me. Because it's like once you realize that there's so much more life to live. It's not so bad when it comes to detaching. It's not so bad to detach because it's like you know that there's something good in that unknown as well. The unknown is not so scary. You're like, okay, 
it's going to get better from here. The only way is up. It's, you know, I got to move forward. I got to move into my destiny. I deserve to do so. So, that's all I got for this podcast episode, girlfriends. I hope that really gave you a mindset shift and gave you some little pointers to help you with detachment. Because I'm telling you, there's so much power in it. So much power. And remember, it's not that you should not attach. It's just knowing how and when to detach. You need them both. You need attachment and detachment. They're both very healthy for you. Okay? So, as always, you can catch bonus episodes on my Patreon. I also have coaching. I also have introduced pronto coaching. So, if you're familiar with my coaching style, I like to do very intensive, ongoing coaching. And I kind of, you know, steered away from doing the one-hour coaching calls just by itself, just a standalone. But a lot of you have been requesting it. And I guess a lot of you may not have things that you need to, you know, you don't need a lot of intensiveness. And you may just need a little quick help, pick me up. So, I got that on my webpage on net. Uh, I got um, a new option for new coaching and check it out. Bonus podcast episode. Any bonus content will be on my Patreon as well. That's patreon.com forward slash I've been that girl. Other than that, that's all I got. So for the next podcast episode, well, until the next podcast episode, girlfriends, peace out.